Right, so we're going to go in straight into the PSSNA on the bottom of the page. Today, the Rebbe is going to, to explain to us what, what tefillah, what a real awakening in tefillah, what that looks like, what that means, and how important and essential it is. So he's, we're going to jump right into it because his words are just enough, and we're going to, I think we're going to cover a lot of ground today. Bezrat Hashem. Dafnon Bet on the bottom, in the middle of Perikei. Gadol me'od hu limud ha-Torah b'tmidiyut, u'gdola hi ha'avod al-Hashem, avod ha-bichla. So tremendous, obviously we know that learning Torah, consistency with learning Torah is a tremendous thing. And gudola hi ha'avod al-Hashem, and avod al-Hashem is also a good, a great thing. Avod ha-bichla. Avod ha-bichla. When it comes to when we say avodas Hashem, when someone says, "What are you doing?" You say, "Oh, I'm, I'm busy. Like, what are you busy with?" And someone says, "Well, I'm, I'm like I'm doing avodas." You know, what's his name? Joey Newcomb. He speaks like this a lot lately. You know, we say, "Avodas." Sophie Fisher knows this. He says, "Avodas, avodas. We're doing these avodas." Like no one ever spoke like that. Avodas, avoda means like befrat you know, over here. It's like avodas Hashem. What is that? that that's tefillah. How do you know if you had a strong davening? Did you have to work at all during Shacharis right now? It's supposed to be work. It's supposed to be a process. It's supposed to be something that, there was something that happened right now, just like you, I would ask you after coming after a shift in a hospital. Chalila. Not chalila. That's the avoda. If whatever, whatever your miktzah is, I said, how did you work today? Did you have to work? So you would feel it. You would know it. So the same thing with davening. is like avoda. Oh, that's a, that's a real avoda. You know, so some people say, 
That's a luxury. It's a luxury if you can feel like that during a davening. Chasa doesn't live like that. When you approach when you approach davening, this is avodas Hashem. Avodas Hashem is a tefillah. Chachameinu Zal Amru Gdolat Tefillah Yoter Maasim Tovim Yoter Mina Korbanot. Now Chazal said Tefillah is greater than any Maasim, even more than Korbanot, even more than sacrifices. How is it possible that they're So the Baal Shem Tov said it was Dafka through his pure tefillah that he merited anything that he would have now. What's going on? Shach has questions, but exactly to the point. We say tefillah keneged the korban, right? But that's a mis... It's a, it's a little bit of a... It's not exact. Do you think a yid didn't daven when he was bringing the korban? See, if we say it's keneged zeh, then that probably meant I didn't have to care about anything. As long as I brought a cow... I brought an ayel, I brought a keves, the job was done. So the, the Avot, Davin, then brought Korbanot. The Avot, right, they did both. Nechon, Nechon. I mean, Nechon. We're talking about Tfilot. Yeah. Like, 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 set Tfilot right now. Ah, so we're going to see. That, that's the question. That's, that, that's what I was thinking in my head. That's the question. That's the question. How could you say that it's higher than a Korban if it's Keneged the Korban, right? It's a, it's a very valid question because anyone that learns knows this is how Chazal set it up. But we have to see, does it mean that or not? Right, that's the Shiloh. Okay. And this is a beautiful, he opens up the, the, I mean, this, he opens up something so wonderful here that we could all relate to. Velozo, afzo shegam Torah u mitzvos tzrichin Not just this, but Torah and mitzvos need davening also. Now, what does that mean, that Torah and mitzvos need davening? You got to help you understand what you're learning. Yeah, it's like and to a mitzvah. Yeah, yeah. This is cla- This is a very. It, it needs this. This thing that we think is just an action. Those action items need tefillahs as well. This is what the Baal Shem Tov tried to remind people because it was it was forgotten. This was forgotten. Are we saying tefillahs? There's tefillahs of the words, and there's tefillahs of just your kavana and your tensions. So. Is there a differentiation here between... He didn't get to it yet. But it's a good, these are all good questions. Let's just flow with it. Again, the third line from the bottom. Velozu af zo shegam ha-Torah mitzvah tzrichin le-tfilah. K'mo she-ha-tfilah tzricha le-Torah. It's beautiful. Just like Torah needs tfilah, tfilah needs Torah. Now what does that mean? What does it mean that tfilah needs Torah? <laughs> this is beautiful. I could understand Torah needs tfilah. Meaning, I have to daven to, to learn good, and I have to daven to understand what I learned, like Rabbi Nachman brings out all the time, right? In order to daven, you need to learn that you need to daven. Like, so in order to really daven, you need to, you need to have something going on inside of you, in the way that you think, in, in, your, in your thought process, and in, you know, in your intellect, v'chulei, to get you there also. Meaning, these, these, they're both dependent on each other. It has to be both. You can't just say one thing. And when he says Sidr Harav, who's he referring to? You know? We, the Alter Rebbe. Sidr Harav, the Alter Rebbe. According to the Alter Rebbe, Shara Chanukah, Bazar HaKadosh Mevisham, Shalidei Atfila or HaTorah Nimshachlanu. It's through davening, the light of Torah is drawn down to us. 
והמצווה מייסיוס שאנו מקיימים עולוס על יד הלמעלה. And the actual mitzvahs that we keep, they go up through the, the davening that we do. והייחוד מסייחת בשלימוס. There's a complete unification of these two worlds of Torah and Tefillah, of actions and of heart, and they come together, and it's a yichud, it's a shem yichud, there's a unification of both. Why? Bidiuk, bidiuk. That's why there's an Indian, like some people have this Indian of like, I gotta knock off Birkas Hashachar when I wake up, just because I, I gotta knock it off. Then there's those that are saying, no, no, you should dafka, wait, till Mama, she would tell us in Tefillin, and you're saying it, you're saying it right there for that exact Indian. You're assuming that everyone's uh, running to... <laughs> you're very kavzchusli. You're assuming everyone's running to a shir. I'm saying if you're not running no, to a shir. So should it be then... Exactly, that's the question. Should it be there? Meaning, does it have to be right together because of the psukim you say or not? That's the question. Can you say it, can you say it separately? Meaning, there's a concept called over la siyatan, right? You know that, that concept in halacha, right? Over la siyatan. That means once you, once you it's got to be, before, it's got to yeah, be right away. Before, exactly. Before. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, this is a, so yeah, we, we, all, we all know these inyanim. That's the greatest example. It's the easiest example for us to understand. Actually, a woman called me this, uh, this week and said, can you make an announcement that women... That light candles and then come to shul shouldn't daven mincha, something like that. So why? So you understand why? If they were mekabel shabbos, right? There's halachas on this. Can they go into a car in America? This was a bigger shaila. Can they go and get into a car after they light candles if they're going to shul shul spar? Anything like this? Okay, let's continue. According to you, you're right. Rav Malamed brings down Moran, he says, in the Machshava has to be when you're davening, exactly that. The Shaila is, when is Kabbalah Shabbos by a woman? That's the real question. What, by the way, when's Kabbalah Shabbos by us? When we accept, when we verbally accept. When? Boyka. Mizmor Shir. Like right there. No, no, but exactly. Boyka, Mizmor Shir, and Shabbos is the Kabbalah. It's interesting because it's the Kabbalah. What's that? It's already Shabbat by the time we say that, right? It's no, but actually, you don't, when we make early Shabbos. Early Shabbos is different. Early Shabbos yeah. is different. I'm saying at this time, right? Yeah. Already, yeah. So you could be talking no, by us, it's already Shabbos by Wednesday. What are you, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 So it's not an easy thing, Chavre. So it's not an easy thing to say that my Torah and my Tefillah are mashlim each other. It's a very high level. You understand that the t- that my tzura of my day is that my davening and my learning are are, are complementing each other and fulfilling it. But conceptually, it makes perfect sense. The yichud, it's the best in the world. How come he's leaving out the ma'is and told him and this? I think he need the same thing. Where? In the beginning, he said. Yeah, mitzvah ma'is. I think you need. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, yes, you do need Maisim Toivim, but if those Maisim Toivim are just in order to lead the Afiyef, which means to like, uh, to show off, or like the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, the Maisim Toivim at the end of the day are not as deep as the Kavana Salev. At the end, end, end so of the day. So you should say that you need to feel also Maisim Toivim. 
right? Yeah. So you need it in the Torah, you need it in the field. You need it, you need it all together. Okay, now look. Now this is beautiful. Who says that? Come on. Yeah, I, you know. Right, right. Always, I'm not, I stopped asking. Not, but it's your bar mitzvah, Parsha. You got to. Come on. No, it's a simple. Listen, first of all, Parsha is Vayishlach. Who's going to say holy words in Parsha? Okay, so it's Yaakov Avinu, of course. Right? It's the beginning over there, right? So he's telling the angel, tell him, So Rashi tells us, remember, remember the famous Rashi over there? What was, he, what was he telling the angel of Esau to tell Esau? That he could go to Mitzvah. Right? And he goes into detail there, saying very specific things about the stuff that he did. I, and, and the stuff that he got and how he was. But listen to this beautiful diak from the Naim Alimelech. Ubasefer HaKadosh Naim Alimelech, Pashas Vayishlach, Ita Vaechar Ad Ata, Perush, Sheecharti Ba'avoda Hazos, Yom Achar Yom, Beshana Achar Shana. That doesn't mean Icharti, which means I was late to Minyan every morning. That's not what he's saying. Echarti is that I went over, Achar, I went after it over and over and over again. That every day that I worked on certain level of avoda, I didn't move on to the next thing the next day. I kept on going over it and repeating it and repeating it and repeating it. Yom, yom, shana, shana. V'zeu she'amarti k'uchvar amar ana Hashem benishma kolo. Perush she'zman aroch tzarich ha'adam litzok ana Hashem, azreini, she'ezkeh le'ovdecha be'emes, ve'az... Nishma Kolo. This is what the Naimali Melech says. This is beautiful. And this connects us to another piece of the Ish Kainish, saying, have you ever heard yourself davening? You know you're davening, but have you heard yourself davening? So here he's saying that a person has to have a big zechia to really not just get answered by Hashem, but that you hear what you actually really want. You can walk into davening thinking this is what it's about. But if it's just to knock it off and it's not avoda-oriented, like we spoke about in the beginning of Shir, it passes by Ketzel over, like a passing shadow. We heard days where the avoda is easier than others, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it wasn't as high. Otpam. It makes it seem like the, the avoda in itself is what gets to where you need to be, right? Like, the, the key is the avodah. So, like, right. avodah is, is work. Did you feel your work, right? Right. doesn't mean that you feel that it was easy or hard. It, was it felt? Bichlal, was it felt? It's not categorized. Was it even felt? Okay? So he says over here that there's an Indian, he's quoting from the Nehemeli Melech, a person has to spend a lot of time, a lot of time saying, Ribbono Shalom, help me. Until you actually hear what you're really, what you really are trying to say, like the Amshnavar Rebbe gives an instruction, that in, before you submit the letter to him, you have to write your letter four times. You know this, no? He didn't tell you this. You're supposed to write the letter four times. Why? Why do you think? To get it right. To figure out what it is you're actually asking. We go into shul, avyotzi <laughs> shachris. And the next day, it's another day of being Yetzir Shachas. And people spend their whole lives davening, not even figuring out what their neshama is really asking for in this world. 
So that, like, like the Amshan Rebbe is saying, listen, write the letter, what you think it is you're asking for, you're looking for, then write it again. Then write it again. And then just write it again. So that by the time that you actually give in the letter, you know what you're asking. This is very important stuff now. He's saying the same thing when it comes to tefillah as well. That really, Yaakov was saying, I davened, but then I davened on it again the next day, and then I davened on it again the next day, and then every day, what I thought I really wanted became clearer and clearer and clearer to me. Yes, Dean. If, if you're writing it over you know, again and again, and all you're doing is not paying attention, you're just writing, you, know, you just see the letter and you write the letter. No, 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 no that's not what he means. No, 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 I, I understand. <laughs> no, but, but, but that's what I'm saying is, but it's the same with Tefillah, right? If, if all you're doing is just reading and reading and reading, it doesn't right. matter, you can you know, do it for 120 years and nothing. But if you're not doing the avoda on it, if you're not thinking about it as you rewrite it four times, if you're not yeah. concentrating on it and, and focusing and, and trying to do that avoda, yeah. then it's not, it's not going to be worth anything anyway. if I had it my way, and we were already 100 people by minion, right, so we don't have to be nervous about making sure there's enough people, there'd be an entry in order to get into shul. What would that be? Please tell me one word from the previous Shmonasra that you remember. Each day, the Avodah could potentially be different. Chakeh, chakeh. I'm not saying that it's the same. I'm saying, do you remember? Do you even remember? I'm not saying high, low. Good, bad. Do you remember the low? Do you remember the low? It's an emotional Feeling. Avodas is tefillah. I'm not comparing. It is. Does any, do you remember anything from the last tefillah? Any hargasha, any word that hit you from this last tefillah? That's the ultimate. That is, my, that is my dream for this place. That everyone would be able to come into Minyan if that was the criteria. Now that's the dream. So that's what it's about. So Yaakov Avinu is going over and over every day because if I remember what the last tefillah was and then I go into this tefillah again with Hargasha, I get more and more mechuvan to what I'm trying to do in this world and who I'm trying to be. Every day, more and more and more. Yeah. This is so kashur what we were learning um, in the Rikuta Lachot here after the, the Netzminyan, the last, the last one before our Chaimani Tachul. Um, we're learning how we have to make hasher all our tefillot, and how during shachri we're going up in the olamot from asiyah all the way to atzilut, and then we also go down towards the end. But uh, Reb Natan was explaining in the Kutei Lachot that we have to recall at each stage what we just davened. Mm, very each good. Tabach, we have to remember Amar, like all these things. And it's, That's it's, mamash. Okay, so sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's a insane, absolutely. insanely hard. Okay, so let's go, let's continue. B'shem Harav Hakadosh Rosh Rosh, what's it? It's Rosh Bnei Agola. I think it's the Rosh It was Rabbi Asher Agadol Mistolin, the Stolen Rebbe, the Karlina Stolen Rebbe. Ala Pasuk. This one, Rabbi Asher Stolen. Ah, Rabbi Ala Pasuk Tzaok Yitzak Elai Shamoa Eshma. There's this double language in the Pasuk. Tzaok Yitzak Elai, Shamoa Eshma. Could have just said Tzaok Elai, Shamati. 
שכמה פעמים, אלפי אלפים פעמים, צריך לדרוש על כל דבר שלא יונה. You have to, you think that it's enough one time to cry over that which you think needs to be cried over? How do you know that just by, you cry, just by asking for something one time or crying over it one time, you really know what you're asking? Don't fool yourself to think you became a professional screamer. And in, by the way, if anyone knows how to scream, it's this chavra, the, the Carlina stolen. They, this, I don't know if you've ever been davening by them. I went one time, and then one time, I one time, did I tell you this story? You know, these guys, they, they're screamers. You ever daven with Carlene? Anyone ever daven with Carlene? These guys are, it's, this is the Kabbalah. By them, their Indian, but the Baal Shem Tov, was this exact thing, to scream and then to keep on screaming, and now I understand why. I'm just going to finish this paragraph, and I'm going to tell you a crazy story. V'chol tefila, tzalich lechof la kama pa'amim, this is what the Stalaner Rebbe says. He says, you, The avoda of the lev zotfila is that you start screaming and you repeat it over and over and over again until you actually come to a place of davening from lev amok, from a deep heart. One Shabbos, I was in Medjibush. I was only there for one Shabbos in my life. Bina was with me. And we were walking... Uh, to the Baal Shem Tov Shul, Friday night, and it was mamish, like a movie, because there were like three Shabbatons there happening at the same time, right? So, and there were hundreds of Shreimelech, Chassidim, walking that cobblestone road from like the Tzion of the Baal Shem to the back road to the Shul. It's Friday night, it's, it's freezing, it's, it's, and the whole place, you could hear the, you know, hear the animals, and it looks exactly like it looked like from the time of the Baal Shem Tov. And I was so zonked. I was so tired from a trip. We just finished the trip we were going to start. So the whole thing started messing with my mind. I was like, oh my God, is this like, am I being <laughs> plucked? But then I turned to my side and I saw Lipa Schmelzer was there also. He was there for, <laughs> for Shabbos too. And then Rashid Shanabet was there too. It was like all these worlds, worlds colliding. But walking to Shul, I'm like, I'm going to go. Bashem Tov Shul, we'll catch a minion. Catch a minion, I could barely get in there. Why? There were a group of Hasidim in the room, and they were, they were already started to do like Karbanas or whatever. No, not Karbanas, they were starting like um, with Tehillim. And suddenly the Rav walks in, the Rav walks in, gives a clap, and then. It was, it was a Karlin based Medrash from Beitar. Okay? Now, their scream so loud, you can never know where the chazan is, ever. You can't hear a chazan. Flying there, the rough there. I kept on thinking he was about to faint because he kept on going like, you know, like when baseball, when you get the bat the whole way back, right? He was like setting, he kept on like flying backwards and jumping down and they were all normal, we were all used to it. Now, I thought that they already, I did Kabbalah Shabbos like four times. I thought that, they finished. I those mis- I said those mizmorim about four times because I kept on thinking they were finished, and I and it was a Shabbos. I'll never forget that Friday night. The rest of my life, I was davening with them by the Baal Shem Tov. I don't know if it was exactly like that, like that when the Baal Shem Tov was there, but they definitely got that unique that mesoret of like you have to keep. A, it's not like they were repeating or they were slow. What was it? I have no idea. <clears throat> I have no idea. I couldn't tell where anyone was.
לא משנה. I couldn't tell. And what are let folks doing there on a Friday night? I'm just curious. Yeah. I, I think like, it's very interesting. Like, that's the kibbana. They weren't repeating. They weren't repeating. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they weren't repeating. It's just when you scream every word, it takes a lot longer. Or for the person that's not screaming, it seems like it's eternity. But if you joined the screaming, it probably wouldn't seem that long. You know, one time I, when Matisiel was kind of like... Yeah, yeah, leaving Chabad, but he was still in Chassidus. So I met, met him in the street, and I, I asked him, where are you davening these days? He said, ah, Carlin. He, he, that was his, he said, I need... He went to Carlin for a while before moving on to the next phase. Carlin was his place for a while. Carlin is... A, they, they got this Indian. They got this Bechina very strong. Okay. Yeah. Now, this is a very hard thing. Look what he says. Kashahi. <laughs> this is not a simple thing. קשה היא עבוד הסתפילה, עד שזוכים לה להספר לו באמס מעומק לב ונפש. To really, really daven from the depth of your heart. This is a heavy thing. Look, I look at people that come into Shirat David the first Friday night. And then I see them the next Friday night, and I'm like, at a certain point they realize it's avoda. It's not just nigunim. And I know that not everyone is able to stay, but Baruch Hashem, we've seen. There's a chavah that's starting to understand This is a voda. This is a very serious thing. It can be serious. Doesn't mean that it has to look like it has to be. Serious can be simchadik serious, right? But it's avoda. Avoda. Kasha hi avoda satfila at shezochin la lispar beemes momek lev anefesh. And hevenu leel mizar akodesh. We already brought from the zar akodesh shegam hisayrus minefeshi. Aval lo kol hisayrus shavos. This is for you, Yosef Aaron. Not all awakenings are equal. There's the beginning of an awakening. There's the next level of that awakening. Chassidim, the Piyasetzner, they take davening very seriously. They take the awakenings that are happening in our neshamas very seriously. Sometimes it's the beginning of something It basically, you have to have patience with yourself and stick with the program in order to get to what he calls Ritzon Amiti Me'omek Alev. These are very important words. Ritzon Amiti Me'omek Alev. A real desire from the depth of the heart. I could make everyone feel guilty right now, but I will. <laughs> and that is like this. What was a moment of Ritzon Amiti that you know you experienced this morning in Shachar's which was half an hour ago. Huh? Uh, you're not supposed to answer the question. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Because you know, then you make everyone else feel very bad. <laughs> It should be that everyone has kacha. What are you talking about? Of course. Whatever it is, right? It's supposed to be like this. Ratzon amiti me'ome kalef. ולא קל לבוא, ואיתה שם מהרב הקדוש הנאו, וזה לשונו הקדוש. So the, the Carlinus says like this, it says in שיר השירים, שתי פעמים עד שתחפץ, נאמר בשיר השירים. Right? The Pesach is, מה תאירו ומה תאירו את האהבה עד שתחפץ, נאמר בשיר השירים. ללמנס כי כל אחד דרוולן ונוולן, וזה סבירת זכליין, צריכים לרצות ולרצות עד שרוצה מעצמו, עד שתחפץ. 
You have to want, you have to keep on wanting until you figure out what you really want. Ad kan l'shono ha-kodosh. Ubifrat she'isorer yisragesh ve'yirtze b'v'chiloso b'sha'ah she'yirtze le'orer esnafsho. He's saying this, you have to wake up and feel what it is that you're waking up to until this becomes your ratzon. At a moment, so therefore, why? So that you could pin drop and say, this is actually where I want to be. This is what I want to come back to. We spoke about this a long time ago, pin dropping. Strong davening, strong, strong davening is in order to, fig, to, to explain to you who you are and where you are. Like the first Shaila Hashem asked a Yid wasn't what are you thinking, is where's, what's your location? Sorry, not a Yid, a human. What's your location? Where are you? So the beginning of davening is to figure out where are you. The next level of davening is for you to figure out where do you want to be. How does that happen? Through the Hisorus that happens through Tefillah. Now the moment that you know where you are and where you want to be, you drop a pin. How? By being in touch with your emotions of what's happening at that moment. So that you can know, well, I don't understand everything, but I know this is where I want to be. I want to be in a tefillah. This is where I am. And then the next davening, you continue from there and go weiter. Now, it's not always going to work. But as whenever, I, I know this for sure, whenever a person has tasted real strong, strong davening, it's very hard to ignore that. In fact, when davening isn't as strong, it's very easy to get depressed. It's very easy to get down. If you've ever tasted a real strong... Now, what does it mean, real good davening? It doesn't mean good nigunim or nusach. In this context, it means his orerus halev, the awakening that's happening in the heart. So if you've had that, and then you don't have it, it's painful. Lokal, lopashut. And he's going to give tactics how to, how to get through those things as well, because it's not always going to happen. It's not always going to be that strong, but... If I've tasted real geschmack, strong davening, and I know that it exists, and I'm okay with being like a bit more patient with myself and in touch with what's happening with me at that moment, I can come back to it easier. I can come back to it easier. Sounds a bit repetitive, but he's trying to drill, drill home a, a point here. Davening is not so easy. But you'd think he would say this about learning, right? <laughs> He's saying, no, davening is actually not that easy. Real davening is not that easy. Now you may think, no, 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 I, I got this done. I'm a chassid, I'm already davening with enthusiasm. It's easy when you're all alone. You're sitting in a room and no one's there with you to feel these things. Okay, so you're not, you're not remembering all the times where you had dead davenings. What, what's a dead tefillah? A dead tefillah would probably mean that over here, yeah. Maybe you didn't you won't remember that a minute ago you were actually standing before Hashem. But really, you went through a whole tefillah, and your heart is far from Hashem. You can go through a whole tefillah when you're, while your heart is far from Hashem, and from you. Af mimcha. 
Hegiotos, dolos, vavolos. You ever have those davenings? From the beginning till the end, you have the most vain thoughts throughout the whole tefillah. Do you know how guilty you feel as a Kayan when that happens to you during Birkas Kohanim? Not that it has ever happened to you guys while I've blessed you, but those moments where you're like, oh my God, we're at the end of the We're at the end of the <laughs> so this is, he's saying, these, these things happen. And sometimes it's not just vain thoughts, but actually like a dirty thought comes in. Not that that's ever happened to anyone at this table. A dirty thought during davening. Never. For those things, this is the Sefer, is not addressing those things. You see, you see that that bichlal is not who you want to be, and you're not under any illusion that something's good happen, something good is happening, when you have a davening that is filled with vain thoughts and chalila, even dirty thoughts. That's not what we're worried about. I want to talk about the good davenings you've had, and make you into a chassid. That's what this book is about. Right. The bad feelers, isn't it? Take any safer Musa, you'll get there faster than anybody else. And you, and you yourself know the value of a davening that was filled with replaying the fourth quarter you just watched. Right? Or those kind of feelers, right? Yeah, you don't need the PSS Nereba for that. We're here to talk about the good feelers, so to speak, that you had. And take it to the next level and make a chaser out of you. We want to talk about those, those Friday nights when you were dancing and someone asked you, how are you? It's like, wow, I'm a chassid. It was so high. That's what we want to, we want to, we want to target you there. We're going to speak about those davenings that you were under the assumption that you were flying. And that's what we're going to look at. Look deep inside you. Do you really have Yislavos from davening or from the mitzvah that you're involved in? Or did you, are you trying to force yourself to feel what everyone else around you seems to be feeling? Well, he's not okay with faking it until you make it. Not, not this morning. Right. Not this morning. Faking it, faking it till you make it is, he's saying there's no lahav, there's no esh. Maybe at the end there will be, but in the beginning process there's not. Maybe you don't even know what's going on inside of you. So you'll be mistaken and saying, no, I'm a mitlahev. Mitlahev here means passion. Lachen. This is not supposed to be a downer, by the way. I know that sometimes we can learn this and be like, oh my God, is he going to make me feel that all that feels that I was under the impression and the assumption that I was flying? It is exciting. He's saying, let's, let's ask, let's, he's saying, why deprive yourself from real, real, real awakening, real passion? That's, so in order to figure what that is, we have to look at the moments you're under the assumption that you're flying. Chon? Third line from the bottom. Therefore, I'm going to draw for you a little bit. 
b'sha'at tefilatcha. Let me illustrate for you a little bit of what happens to you when you're davening. Ve'az tabit ata alehin ke'al davar hana'asa michutza lecha bezulatecha. You're going to be like, yeah, that's not happening to me. That may be happening to the guy next to me. But what you're describing is not exactly what's happening to me. You didn't get excited. You didn't become emotional. This was all just a... It wasn't fake either. It was just you were under the assumption that these things that you wish were happening to you weren't happening to you. Because what, how, how would I know before he even says anything? Let's think like this. How would I know if, if my soul is really awakening through a, through, a, through a tefillah. Would I know based on what's happening to me during the davening, or would I know more based on what's happening to me at my Shabbos table after the davening? Both. What do you guys, after? I'd say more after. More after? What do you think? You hear the question. But how would I know if I'm experiencing a true awakening of my soul? Through Avodas Would I know more for something that's happening to me during the awakening, during davening, or when I left Shul? I think they have it during davening. I think there are, I think there are times that we, when hopefully all of us have experienced where, like, it was a real high and you, like, felt it. And you felt elevated and you felt, like, again, not, come on, out of body, that, like, this is, you know, really special and, you know, Abdil. Certainly, you know, times felt like... What's special? This is the diuk. It's very good what you said. When you say, this is special, what are you referring to? The tefillah. Like the... Uh, the the, feeling? Right. The meal, right. What you're feeling during... Yeah, but big distinction. Big distinction. The that I'm experiencing right now is beautiful, or this service is fantastic. No, no, no. I'm saying it's the, it's the internal feeling. Ah, so that's why you, you've heard me so many times saying sure on Friday night that to me a very sad thing would be but when someone leaves here, they say this is, they have the best Friday night davening. You understand now why? Why? Because that is not a yisorus. That's not an awake. That's not, a, that's not the chibur that we're... That's not avodas atfilah. It's, a, it's a service. Unless it's followed up, perhaps with action, that that davening was the best ever, and now my Shabbos meal went that much. But deeper. then I wouldn't say That's when I you right. Can, you then I wouldn't say my Friday night davening was incredible when I davened at Shirat David. That's not the same thing as Shirat David. Has the best Friday night exactly. Meaning, meaning if right bidiuk. That's the nikuda. Now I know that's a that's a total. It's a shift. It's great what you're saying. It's so good that you brought this up because. This is beautiful has to be defined. And he's yeah. going to point us there. Because it's true. We, we say these things. Oh, this was beautiful. This was the highest. What was the highest? The singing? Or the experience of Karval Nafshi Gala? Saying those words. I would say it's Karval after the fact. Because then you got to put that to the test. I think so. Too. If it's what you take with into you, action. Uh, right. Otherwise it was like a flash in the pan. Like you felt it because of the energy around so now let's put it to action. Is it really going to make me... But I think that sometimes we do things and we don't have the feeling. So what are you going to say, that I didn't do real avoda? I think the point is, is the avoda. That's the shaila. Feeling is a structure. That, that's the shaila. That gives you a matana. But sometimes we can put in avoda and not feel it. Yeah, but he's saying over here that davening has, in its makor, has to be both. 
for it to cause an awakening of the soul. If my soul is awake, is experiencing an awakening, I can't just say, I can't rely on, it's probably happening, but I want to I I clarify Nakuda. I want to clarify Nakuda. When it comes to feeling I can't then say, and it's probably happening without me feeling it. Like we have with a lot of other mitzvahs, where we say, look, I don't know exactly what this is doing or not. Right? I don't know exactly, with tzedakah, I don't know exactly how, right? But when it comes to tefillah, he's saying over here, don't take that easy road out. It's an easy way out to say, it's probably doing something that I don't have to, f- and I don't have to feel it. It's okay as long as I do it. As long as I do it. No, chibur Hashem. a chibur Hashem. I walk into a shul, I'm supposed to say, Matov, Mishkin, I'm supposed to have an experience of walking into a completely different world. It's like living a bidiyah, that life. Or lechatchin, bidiyuk, by doing the voda, you're going to have that feeling. If you're doing the voda properly. A hundred percent. And it's more tangible in avodas at tefillah than probably any other avodas. Because you're being koveya this month for tefillah. So when you go to tefillah, that's what you should hopefully want to experience, especially if one has tasted that before. Right. And when you experience it, it's like, oh, thank, right. I'm so happy I'm here again. And when you don't, it's like, I couldn't do it this time. Right. You know, I want And it's okay. Yeah. And I move on. Yeah, yeah Shachar. My, my question is, and it's kind of basic, but what is his ordinary the, the point that you brought up before when, when Sanchaparis was saying about, you know, you're asking like, what's the, what's the feeling? What's that special feeling? Is it, oh, this was a nice tefillah, like a nice service, or connection with Hashem? Like, what, what is that? What is, what is I, feeling? I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm hearing all this, and I'm thinking, oh, I've had moments where during tefillah I felt so inspired and what I think is close. And then there's been moments where afterward I realized, oh, that, that was a really good mincha. Right. So what I'm not uh, saying what, it has to be one or the other. Can I ask you what that second situation, what, what happened during Mincha that you didn't realize so, that, that after actually, Mincha you would realize? This, this happened to me last week. I, I don't know how often it is that, you know, everyone sitting here has a, a, a really, like they felt like, wow, that was a great Mincha or a great Marif, right? But last week I had a great Mincha. It was after I had a, a, a job interview and I just poured my heart into Hashem. I did Mincha right after and like, I just, I walked away and I was like, wow. And only you after. Yeah, that was Dafka after. During it, I was really. That, that just means you're probably in the moment when you were davening. I mean, which is right. amazing. Very much you're not so. like <laughs> judging your. If I'm testing, you're in it. That's real avoda. If I'm testing the whole davening, is it happening here? Is it happening? Yeah. That's the short part. Guaranteed not to. But I've been. But I've had moments where I'm sitting in tefillah. You gotta wire us up before you see the meter going up. <laughs> you know, they have that, uh, this talk was about this. They, they have a guy who did these, um, it was uh, with the thermal uh, imaging cameras of people standing in a room and then people standing in the room after they put stillin on. And a completely different no way. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, crazy, wow. crazy wow. stuff. So even if, if you, it's you not going through you, it's still happening. Right. He would look, the PSS there would be like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's very cute. <laughs> uh, okay, let's just go a bit more. You want to like a chassid. You want to be that person that has nothing but in front of you. 
ולהספר לפני השם באמץ. משתוקק אתה לשיח זו תפילה. You're wishing you could be like בעיצה יצחק לסוח בסדה. It's what you want. מי ייתן שתוכל לסוח ישר מלבך על השם. It should be like that, בעזרת השם. אף לאיסלאב בתפילה שלך גמרת בדעתך. And you're certain this is what's happening. איסלאב was not happening. ויש שנדמה לך קודם תפילתך, שכך תהיה תפילתך. Oh, this is, by the way, this happens to me all the time. Not here, but when I go to other places that I remember what it was like once before, this is a big danger. יש שנדמה לך קודם תפילתך, שכך תהיה תפילתך. Oh my God, do you understand this? This, this is a danger. Huh? It's the Roshan Rabbi. It's the Roshan Rabbi. It's Rosh Hashanah, it's... it's just to the exact same tune. I remember, right, right. Exactly. But then you show up to that place that you were certain, oh boy, it's going to be rocking. And you came to it. It's like, what is going on over here? There's a, there's a, a stone on my heart. <laughs> it's not, it's not what I remember the experience to be. So then he'll be like, ah... So what you were experiencing last time may have been just really good davening. Because when the soul awakens, it never looks for comparisons. It doesn't, it doesn't look to see, oh, it's going to be exactly like this, because I'm in a different place in my soul now. I pray that we never compare to, and I don't think we do, that we never compare years of tefillahs, whatever, now it's hard to compare, because we're in a new binion, but it's never you know, to compare what, what it was like then and then. That's kindergarten stuff. It's a lot tov, but it happens often. Hen emet, sheata sha'a shel tefillah zot tova hi mishar ha-sha'ot, o gam mishar ha-tefillot, v'en ha-machshavot shotfot b'cha kol kach. It's true, an hour of davening is better than, you know, the rest of hours when you're just swamped with WhatsApp. Kevan she'achinot atatzmecha elah, you prepared yourself for it, v'ichlata v'gamata b'datcha la'ashmit kol machshava zara mimcha. Mimcha, you, you made a decision. I am going to be a warrior, a slayer. I'm going I'm to throw out any bad machshavas I have. And I'm, you, you, you're determined that's what it's going to be like. Aval en siach nafshi. All you spoke about is what you're not going to be doing. But what don't you have? A siach nafshi. You haven't yet begun to converse with your neshama, with your soul. So of course you're not experiencing yet you know the enthusiasm. You know what you don't want. Mazel tov. It's great. It's a great preparation. But it takes a lot more than just knowing what you don't want. Than knowing what you want. Like, you know, like I mentioned this morning and after davening, like Bina, she's been getting all these calls for Shidduchim lately. It's very, you know, to, 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 for them to, do a, to, to match people up. Everyone's very big on knowing what they don't want. People know, people are very clear about the worlds they don't want, the kind of talk they wouldn't want, the schools they don't want, right? So it's a big, big mile to actually know what you want. Now, you also have to know what you don't want, it's true. But that's not the way to discover what your soul wants. You have to start talking. Your soul has to start talking. You have to experience what, what it feels like to be in a place that you do want. And then drop the pin there. Oh, you're starting to force yourself. You, you, you want to be mitlahev, right? 
You take the talus, you're like, I am going to feel. And you put it over you and you wrap yourself around. You're doing all these things. You're squinting your eyes like string. Your whole face becomes like a, you know, <laughs> uh, like a Shana bed boy before Pesach going home to visit his family. Right? You're trying to force yourself. Oh, yes. Or, he says, let me give you another option. Or just focus on the words that you're saying and focus on them. Focus on the words. Now, Rabbi Nachman speaks about this a lot. Go back to the looking at the letters. Look at the that, words. That was the last yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's brought out throughout Likutei Maran. David, Go David back to the words. David Drum, when he spoke uh, Friday night. Yeah. Friday night. Yeah, yeah, he told me. Nachon. He also brought this. Yeah, what were you going to say? There is a concept when you want something so bad, and the way you're doing it is really pushing it away. Yeah. So yeah. when you're doing this, and you're, you have to have it, or whatever it is, right. all you're doing is just... Yeah, sometimes going back to just like, wait a second... I'm gonna draw. I'm gonna draw sustenance right now from just like what it's all about. Again, there's words here. There's there's kavanas behind the words. I'm gonna go back to the words over here. And and, and then he says, rachash kal I'm Just gonna do this this last paragraph. rachash kal And then sometimes some kind of rachash kal, some kind of soft whispering is starting to like. I don't know it's what the right in. word is, huh? Make its way. In. Make its way in. And, and it's from a pasuk you didn't expect that would touch you, oteva batfila, a word you didn't think would touch you. This morning I had that, and there was a word I, I didn't, barely gave it any. Batisaini, uh, I never that never really. Batisaini ruach, a ruach is gonna, is gonna like lift me up. Batisaini ruach, batisaini. It's like wow, I came from nowhere. Batisaini. Uh, and, and Kobe starts to make its way in, but because the whispering is such a soft whisper, it's like it was like a blink of an eye. And you can't really know, was this for real? Or was it just like a krechts, uh, a sigh? Over the bitterness of our heart, al shchivatcha v'al tefilatcha shekol kach yeveishahi mi blihit rakshut meuma. Or was this moment of feeling something kind of just like a sigh over, like, oh my God, only now I'm feeling something? And you look at the rest of your davening and, it, and you feel bitter in your heart. V'al pi rov gam rachash kaze enomit rachesh becha. Now, really, even that which you think this little whisper is doing to you, that's not really doing anything to you either. But if this keeps on happening, every, you know, for weeks and months, where you're like, moments of, like a word here, a pasuk here, you start getting accustomed to, I guess this is how it's going to be.
Just say thank you, you're a yid that goes to shul. Be thankful that you're a yid that davens in a minion. Now, for many people, that is enough, and it is holy, and it is good. For everyone that's holy and it's good. For the person that's a Baal Nefesh, that wants his soul to experience a lukus in this world, after a while, that which you thought was enough for you is not enough. It's not enough. The law must speak me. I can't, it's not enough for me. I can't, I can't go through the motions anymore. I can't, it's not enough. I often feel that when it's very late at night and I have like it's uh, 9.30, 10 o'clock and I haven't gotten Marv yet. And then I gotta go out and I gotta go to Minya, right? And I'm thinking to myself, I gotta make the most of this. I'm going out. To go to the I'm minute. doing it anyway. I might as well make it right? so I can try the best. Yeah. Nahon. My brother once said to me, what's, what's, the, what's the worst thing in the world after playing a long, long, long gig late at night and you're exhausted? What's the worst part of it? Is when you realize you didn't dive in Mars. <laughs> so I'll tell you guys a great story about my buddy Yehuda Solomon. You know my buddy Yehuda, right? He's from the Moshav band, Yehuda. He's, so this was, my, this was my introduction to him. I was 16 or 17. I was with him after uh, one of his concerts. Late at night, we were, we were crashing by a friend in Nachlot. It's 3.30, it's, it's mamish like 3 in the morning, okay? We're exhausted. It is a long night. <laughs> after parties, the whole ganze geschäft, right? And he's sleeping in a, like a loft above me in this total hippie pad in Nachlot, late at night, right? It's like 25 years ago. And finally, like, uh, finally go to sleep, laughing, getting ready. And then I hear, ah! Oh! <laughs> right? And he, like a bull, right? Get, vehu rachu mi chaper oven. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I'm so connected to him. That nakuda, I've. That Nakuda, and I've seen him do this in wow. many different. This money may be a little bit wacky, you know, <laughs> but I, but you know, <laughs> but I, you know, because but I told you guys one time. I, I, I said to him, "You're davening. What is it about you?" Like, I never finish a shmona before I vision. I have a vision of each one of my of my parents and each one of my siblings smiling. He has a lot of siblings, by the way. <laughs> I started, I, I, so I, I tried to remember that thing and do that, like, talk about his Eru Salev, Salev. They're tricks, the Rebbe says, right? That's a trick. That's a trick. You ever try that? Don't say Ose Shalom until you have each one of your family members with a smile and then go out with a bang. So there are, there are these tricks of his Salev. Take that and compare it to the person that can't remember if he davened mincha or not. Right? So let's finish this paragraph. Third line from the bottom. Av koach ha'kara shebechal adat ma'hi islavu sumalo. Nifgam vehuka. To even know if what you're feeling is real or not has become so blemished when you've been accustomed to just getting by for so long. You can't even tell at a certain moment. If what you're going through is really for real or not, 
אלו הן הסלבוס הנחוצה בתפילה וכי לא חסידני. Until you come to a situation that you could actually say, listen, I need these things. I need, I need to go, I need to these things. I know. When, once I'm gutsy enough and brave enough to say, I'm not willing to just go, to keep on just going by anymore with, with everything. I need certain things. And to say, you know what, I'm not a chassid. Because a chassid knows, Avodas Hashem is tefillis, orus halev. These are things that are essential, not luxury. They're essential. And I think that what we're experiencing now is that, and that's what you saw when you walked into the, what you see in yeshivas now, is that what was once like a bonus, you know, when I started teaching in one of those seminaries, right? One of those uh, gap year programs, it was a, a half hour during lunch. That's what they, they had me do, right? Those half hour optional during lunch times are now part of Starm. <coughs> They're part of Starm. Because the Rebbeim are also seeing, this, is, this needs to be, this, we can't get by anymore thinking that, that what was, was enough. I saw a last shot of the, the, the um, offer by my nephew. He's a 22-year-old. Right. It's, it's like this whole movement That's of 22-year-olds that are mamish plugged in. Listen, this shop is here. There's going to be a, a few issues. One of them is the Kota Leadership Program is going to be here. David Sassen's chevra from uh, Eili. Machina is going to be here. Mm. And, and they're all having me do like sessions with them throughout Shabbos. Why? Because it's, it's not because it's cool. It's not because it's cool. It's I, it's, it, they, they understand there's an the door chadash. You know, this is a new door. So we should be privileged to be brave enough to call ourselves out in the areas of spiritual life that we've become accustomed to so much that we're just happy with the fact that we're not doing Averas. <laughs> and go for it. Okay, we should try it.